0: Welcome to the Run Better podcast from Snackable Inspirations, where we talk to business leaders about employee engagement, experience, and motivation. For show notes and bonus content, visit snackableinspirations.com forward slash podcast. And remember, corporate learning and communications should not be like work. If you want to truly engage your employees and create a measurable impact, share bite-sized videos made by people they want to hear from if you'd like to learn how to do this for your business get in touch with us at snackable inspirations all right let's get started hi i'm carrie barrett i'm a business development specialist with board studios one of our initiatives is to help companies leaders and managers connect with their employees through bite-sized videos Today, we're speaking with Amanda Delaney. She's the Engagement and Events Manager for Branch. She's been working in employee engagement for more than seven years. Amanda, it's good to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Me too. This is such a hot topic, especially with what we've seen over the past 18 months, trying to to build culture and employee engagement with so many people working remotely. So before we jump into the specifics, I gave a very brief introduction as to who you are and what you do, but do you want to give us a little more about, about your background? Yeah, of course. So
1: I think since my first job, I, I, I had a a hint of what culture was and events and how important it is to just take care of your employees. But I'd say it was my first job in New York at a hedge fund where I learned way more about culture. It sounds weird because finance is, uh, you may not associate employee engagement and culture and experience with finance, but I was lucky enough to work at this small company where they just cared about their employees. We went on crazy retreats like bobsledding in Utah, we we reenacted Gettysburg in full costume, we learned how to race cars, <laughs> and taking the employees out, and yeah, it was crazy, <laughs> the pictures are wild, and connecting with one another outside of the office just helped drive productivity and excitement and trust in the company, and I think that's really what employee engagement is, and then after that, when I went to Greatest, uh, I really got to dive into the work. And realize that employee engagement—it's the entire employee life cycle. It's recognition, it's well-being, it's learning and development, it's growth, it's onboarding. There's so many pieces uh, that you can dive into in engagement, and and that's where I fell in love with the work and just deeply caring about employees' well-being and happiness.
0: You know, and it sounds like obviously you're excited about it. If you could jump a little bit more into what specifically it is that sort of like gets you going when it comes to employee engagement, and then. You know, second part of the question, I guess, is you. You spoke about you know bobsledding and and like reenacting um, war scenes and all kinds of crazy stuff. Is it? I'd love to know like what impact those types of things and those different life cycles have on on the entire organization. So let's start as a two part question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what gets you really excited about employee engagement? What What is it? What is it about it?
1: For me, it's the people it's, we're not, we have not been taken over by robots yet. We are still companies full of humans who have emotions and are creative and are whole and unique and adding something interesting to a company. And, and since we are people, my, I, my passion is how do you take, how do you step outside of the work? How do you connect people? How do you feel valued, heard, recognized, finding friends, you know, building these memories and then go back to the work and have a really huge impact on the company. And, and I think, you know, when I say the bobsledding, when I, when I give these stories, that's what I remember. I don't remember the performance review. I don't remember the things I had to print. I mean, I do remember the things I had to print every day, but (laughs) that's not, that's not my, the impact I have, you know, I'm taking away these memories that I'll have a lifetime that I've told in interviews recently. Yeah. And I just remember, and that was, you know, that was 2009 when I was doing that work. So right. to remember those, that, that and that's the impact I have um, when I think back to my time there, that's what excites me. It's how can we create these curated experience for employees that they'll have forever. They'll take with them, you know, when you're 80 and looking back, what do you remember? You remember these experiences and these memories.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, as as an employee, you know how valuable that is. But if 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 you sort of stand back, there may be managers or business leaders or even owners who are like, "Well, oh, OK, so how does that benefit me? Can you talk about what the, how those things translate into um, the impact that it has on the organization as a whole, whether it's productivity or cohesion or whatever it is or all of the above?
1: Totally, it's yeah, it has to link to ROI somehow. (laughs) Where does this, uh, are they actually productive? I think PeopleOps is lucky now to have tools like CultureAmp that has only been around for a few years but we finally have the analytics and the data to support the initiatives that we're doing. So for example, at a, my last job we had a survey where the wellness score was a 6.7 out of 10 and it was something that leadership finally looked at and said this is a problem you know how do we tackle this and after i rolled out the wellness program massage it was in person at the time massages meditation yoga workouts together it increased to 8.4 and those scores in the in those surveys impact the greater engagement score so when you look at the actual data these programs even though meditation in person may not be the the number one thing that one would think would drive productivity but it connects employees in person and actually does increase the score um so that's one example and my other favorite to talk about is onboarding it's you you hear stories endless stories of I didn't have my computer there you know this didn't work I didn't know where to go for this my benefits I couldn't sign up and just understanding that the employee life cycle starts during recruiting. It starts when you're searching for that job. And then that day one, how do you feel when you get to that organization? And that will just increase the ramp period, which then increases how long you stay. It reduces costs and, and, and all these sound like buzzwords, but the impact you have that first day at onboarding is priceless. You'll, yeah. you'll remember that day for your whole career. I remember all of my first days.
0: Yeah, I do. Some of them were, were dreadful. <laughs> Yeah, so you, didn't have <laughs> computer or you didn't
1: have a friend or a buddy or something.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you make such a good point that every it's so competitive right now. And it, you know, this all factors into yes, the recruitment process and and what happens after it. And is this going to be an environment that will accelerate turnover or reduce it? I mean, all of those things are are strong indicators and you know, sort of, I guess, um, help you forecast out what what it what is the ROI going to be on creating these moments or fostering this communication or understanding all those touch points and how they affect the employee life cycle. Would you say, well let me let me ask it in a little bit of a broader way, right? You mentioned um, activities that foster teamwork and everything else are those are those the best ways to engage employees, or how do you do it? And I guess what works and and maybe what doesn't from your experience?
1: That's a great question because it's so easy to jump to social, you know, we're human and social animals, we jump to wanting to connect in person, but I I touched briefly on this in in my intro, but you can look at engagement in the lens of learning and development in recognition programs, in onboarding, in recruiting, in um, manager development, and then the social events, including milestones, tenure, there's so many pieces of engagement. Mm-hmm. So when you look at your you know, your, your employees and your community, everyone learns differently. Everyone wants to feel recognized differently. So there really isn't a one-size-fits-all. And so on the flip side to that, I think that's the, the struggle. It's um, a company of 400, you have a recognition program that's in place that's very manual. There's maybe mm-hmm. four awards that go out jump to a company over, you know, 1,500, 2,000, you look back wishing you had that tool. So that's something that, that I wish I put into place uh, at, at a smaller size is that tool. So how can you scale, you know, see how can you really look into the future and scale a recognition program, for example, yes. to make sure that it's not just one team getting recognized all the time and peers are able to recognize each other on a much larger level.
0: That makes sense. What is there something that, um, you know, are, are there, I'm trying to think of a good example and I can't off the top of my head, of course, but are there sort of these like, well, everybody assumes this is what works and like, it doesn't because generally people don't do any follow-up or it's like, what, what doesn't work?
1: What I've learned, well, it's interesting. So the pandemic, of course, is yeah. many, you know, just Opened a whole new world of what the future of work looks like. And one, I'll say one thing that didn't work, and one thing that I learned works. So, one thing that didn't work is everyone wanted the kitchenette. They wanted the interactions that they had in the kitchen, in the hallways, those yeah. random interactions. So, in my mind the virtual fix to that was just create a zoom room create an open zoom room where yeah. you could just pass through and what i quickly realized is what worked in person you can't just put a band aid on it you can't just transition it right. to this virtual space so on the flip side what we learned did work and it's a tool that i suggest is using this tool called donut
0: mm-hmm. and
1: there's this water cooler feature where you can stick in, if you use Slack, there's different channels mm-hmm. and you could put in a Slack channel. Ours, um, an example is Test Kitchen mm-hmm. at a former job and you put a donut in there and it drops a water cooler chat. So you could do once a week, twice a week, every three weeks. And it's a question you can make up on your own, or you can use one of their templates and one of their packs. So this is totally food related. Yeah. The question and it, it takes the effort off of one individual to try to you know, insert culture and try to make people talk and yeah. you can drop it into dozens of channels to just spark conversation. Yeah. So I realized when it's more employee led and when you're not the one person saying, hey, here's this cool room, you should go, we, we branded it. Uh, and it's really <laughs> out of my, my control and I'm popping yeah. into the channel and I could participate. I think that's where you start to see success uh, or you just see more engagement and communication.
0: Now, let me ask you, because you mentioned a good thing, you know, I, I, I couldn't just take this one program and like replicate it in the virtual world. And while we may sort of be crawling our way out of lockdown and pandemic life, mm-hmm. there's a chance, what innovation, ha- or what changes have come about in employee engagement based on what we've seen over the last, I don't know, what has it been? 18 months now, 24 months, something, right, I don't right know. It's all, now. it's all a blur.
1: I, the first thing that comes to mind is onboarding. Onboarding actually works virtually. I love it. It was something that we easily transitioned. No one's late. Everyone shows up. Mm-hmm. You can still socialize in in breakout rooms. People leadership can come in. That's something we added. Leadership comes in at my old job um, to say hi. But then with that, we realized similar to uh, similar to our kitchenette fix, you can't just translate onboarding virtually. So Six hours of presentations not fun. Um, staring at Zoom not fun. You know, longer than two hours not fun. So, looking at this virtual space, understanding how people learn, understanding how people want to inter- interact, mm-hmm. and we totally revamped um, at a previous job how how to run onboarding and really extended it into this more of a self-paced learning through something called Udemy, mm-hmm. and that yeah I, yeah, I found fascinating. Um, but to answer, can you repeat? remind me of the well it was question. just
0: what what sort of innovation or changes have you have have now I can't talk <laughs> what sort of changes or innovation has the pandemic brought about when it comes to employee engagement that you might see continue down the road regardless of where things go?
1: Yes, I think with the future of work and this this new world, I think making sure that when we go back to in-person, you have that virtual lens. So if you have a DJ in-person for an in-person event, do a live stream so that the experience virtually is actually better than the experience in person, But, but look at it. So you're not just going back to how things used to work. We have so many tools where you can create a really awesome experience, but still have a location hub experience and, and I'm sure all the remote folks, I feel badly for all the people who have always been remote because now companies are finally paying attention to this <laughs> and finally figuring it out when they're like, we've done this, uh, yeah. whole careers. but I am excited for those folks and all the people who will be working remotely because just finding that, um, being equal, you know, yeah. in person, virtual, it's the same experience, you know, feeling in San Francisco to New York to India, Sydney, wherever you are, mm-hmm. you just that, that consistent experience.
0: That's awesome. What what do you have coming up? What initiatives are you working on that you're excited about?
1: In holiday, holidays 2021, I think the in San Francisco at least, holiday parties are huge. So that was in 2020, something that was I had no clue I, is this going to be a thing it's our biggest event after transitioning transitioning it to a virtual space I hosted 10 events where you can you know choose one to attend we donated money to a charity we had gifts I just think um, you know what's that was us figuring it out during a pandemic what could we do now you know there's so many new resources how can we continue to create? these experiences that are memorable. Um, So I'm excited for holiday 2020. I'm excited for for these recognition tools. There's tools that, uh, Disco is an example, I haven't used it yet, but I've talked a lot to them where you put it in Slack, it's made for Slack, it links to your values, and then you can tag things in Slack, you can run recognition programs in Slack, everything can link to a value. It goes to Workday, if you use Workday, and the HRIS system, and then you can, in your performance review, see all the tags for the values that you've exhibited throughout the year. So I just think there's, I'm excited about the tools that are out there right now. And there's so many people solving this future of work. So yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: So you, you, you've segued nicely into the next question. And, and you've mentioned a little bit about the tools that are being developed to help create this environment that you know is probably here to stay, at least to some degree. Are there other, I don't know, pain points that you have, like consistent issues that you find with, with building employee engagement or consistent issues with certain tools that maybe up until now have not been available. And so there've been missed opportunities.
1: I think I'll I'll think about the tool, but something that came to mind is figuring out tenure Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and that could come with a tool. I, I think if there is a tool out there and i think Disco just go solving it but if there is a tool out there that could figure out how to celebrate employees make sure their managers know when their employees have an anniversary coming up mm-hmm. and perhaps it's a manager based tool you know really helping the managers gain the skills for you know creating great one on ones or and i know there's tools out there but um, but how do you do it all how do you celebrate your employees one year two year five year yeah. and then from my perspective on that is we've never figured, I haven't figured it out. I, I have a hard, I have a weird relationship with swag. You know, how much swag and monetary stuff do you give in regards yeah. to recognition? And then how much is it around pride and experiences and getting a letter from the CEO and that kind of stuff. Yes. So I think there's stuff figuring out the experiences, there's tools figuring out, you know, the Slack recognition piece. But I just think that's, a, that's an area that I hope more stuff comes out because I'm excited about
0: that you make such a good point back when i was working um for a corporation and it, it was in an in-person environment you know you'd get a I'd get an email like maybe some trinket from like you know whoever was up there that i didn't know and they didn't know me but something in the database said that oh she's been here for <laughs> however many years now but my immediate manager had no flippant idea how long i had been there nor did he or she know it, it was uh. sort of it I know that the intent was there, but it was impersonal. Like if, if my, if my manager had been able to say, Hey, you've been here for two years, three years or four years or whatever, it would have, would have made a big difference, I think. And I've never really put it in those terms until you just outlined it. Right. It felt a little bit aloof.
1: And you make, you bring up such a good point. I don't know if you've read, have you read Daniel Coyle's book, Culture Code?
0: No, (laughs) but I have heard of it though. Actually, you mention it to me
1: highly recommend because I've gone back and found the chapter where he talks about personalization. If you send a swag kit where it's just personalized, it adds your name or your year that increases employee engagement and satisfaction. Yeah. I don't have the number, but by a lot,
0: there's like a little bit of recognition. Oh, I'm not a like faceless number number in this big. Yeah. Environment where nobody knows anybody else.
1: Yeah, especially when you get above 500 employees or above the what's the number 120 when you stop recognizing faces. Yeah. You really have to add that personalized touch. We did it, it, it recently with a swag gift and we added everyone's name and start date, and it was people were blown away.
0: Yeah. It's huge, right? Yeah. People forget how much those little details make a difference.
1: Yeah. And that's why you need this work. It's so important.
0: It is so important. So you. So, so with brutal. that said, what do you see coming up? What sort of trends or changes do you see down the road?
1: I think still figuring out the future of work. Is it one face, one computer? Is it fully? Is it hybrid? Is it in person? Um, I think employee swag stores are. That's something that I've heard a lot about lately. The adding that personal touch. People are pr- proud to work somewhere. So how do you get that? that swag out to their families and friends and customers and clients and putting customers first. What other things? How can I forget my favorite topic? I get to have a whole podcast episode with you about this wellness, (laughs) mental health. That is the future. Finally. I mean, I talked about wellness, we developed this program a few years ago mm-hmm. based on that engagement score. I've always cared about it. I'm a yoga teacher on the side. So I, I go to therapy. I fully believe in talking and caring for your mental health. But this year really showed leadership and managers and all employees, the importance of it. So adding mental health days is something um, I know a lot of companies have done. That's really important. I hope that stays just making sure managers check in with their employees and, and tell them it's okay to take the unlimited vacation they have and and that they're supported in that. I think that is a, unfortunately, I I don't want to call it a trend, but I think it is a trend. And I hope it's something that actually embeds in the culture of all these companies today and and, in the future.
0: So important. What else would you like to mention that, you know, you think is important for people to know I haven't asked you anything else you want to touch on.
1: About employee happiness and, and, people wanting to stay at a job, you just think about, they just want to feel valued, they want to feel heard, they want to feel like they're connected, that they have purpose, that they're connected to maybe the mission of the company, and and having a team dedicated around learning and development, people want to grow. At, at least that's the community, the employees I've talked to, people just want to know they're going somewhere, they have impact, they're moving forward, mm-hmm. and Just making sure you have these teams dedicated to learning and development to onboarding to wellness mental health events having fun life is short let's i i just want to make sure everyone's having fun and laughing and enjoying their time at these companies as well while doing the good work and pushing the product forward
0: absolutely let me ask you one final question and i just when you were mentioning it reminded me of a quote that i read the other day and it, it it talked about when you bring someone on and they're a high performer, but as they go down, you know, and c- continue, they, they become a low performer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes the, 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 the management or whoever doesn't question themselves or look at what created this environment where this high performer went to a low performer. Is that, Can something like that potentially be tied to the the engagement, the culture, the way that is that something managers need to look at when they're evaluating employee who has shifted dramatically in their productivity, et cetera?
1: Yeah, I think managers should look at at their one-on-ones really and say, so there's this concept tours of duty that I love that LinkedIn founders created. There's an awesome Harvard Business Review article that summarizes it, but it's really, you know, this tour that you're on. You, you know, The employee commits to doing certain work that the employer wants, and then the employer gives you growth opportunities and a path. The tour could be two years, five years, 10 years. So I think the manager looking at their one-on-ones and wondering, how, when's the last time I asked this employee what they want to do in the future? When's the last time I asked the employee Um, You know, do they feel like they're challenged or growing or what are they curious about learning? What project can they hop on in a different department and learn there? So I do think it starts with those one-on-ones with the manager, making sure that they're checking in on their employee. And then the org as a whole, the growth opportunities they have for these high performers, it's... um, I hope they're there. And then if a high performer leaves, that's okay. You know, the tour of duty ends. I think people are so scared of bringing up that their time has ended or they want to try something new and that should be celebrated. So I think when a manager celebrates um, an employee and, and their growth, whether it's in the company, internal transferring in the company or leaving the company, I think those should all be celebrated and, um, and that just builds your network even more and and helps you in the future.
0: I love it. Amanda, you're amazing. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Uh, this was so great. I love talking about this work.
0: I can tell it was great to have you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the run better podcast from snackable inspirations where we talk to business leaders about employee engagement, experience, and motivation. For show notes and bonus content, visit snackableinspirations.com forward slash podcast. We'd love it if you would subscribe, like, and share the show with any friends and colleagues who are looking for fresh ideas on how to engage employees. Thanks, and see you soon.